Hi everyone, I'm Juliette and welcome back to Love Stories Radio. This is a podcast where we answer all your wedding questions, those that you sent us and those that you didn't. If you're listening to this podcast, I have a hunch you're here because you're planning your wedding or you're in a wedding and you want to know the answers to the questions that everyone else is thinking or maybe that you haven't even thought of yet. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a few pointers on other episodes to listen to if you're new here. Episode 9 is our most listened to show, so that's a good place to start. We discuss what to do if you don't love your engagement ring. Yikes. Episode 27 is another popular one where we talk about the best thing to wear under your wedding dress. If you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com, DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv, or pose it in our Slack group for brides and wedding pros, which you can join at bit.ly slash lstvslack. But it doesn't stop there. Watching real weddings on lovestoriestv.com is the best and the most fun way to plan your wedding. Search and filter tens of thousands of real wedding videos to find the ideas, products, and pros you need for your wedding. Already know your venue? Watch videos of real weddings that happen there to learn about and research other pros who have worked at that same location. Are you comparing two wedding planners? Watch videos of real weddings they planned to get a sense of their work. Need vow inspiration? We got that too. Watching real wedding videos are literally the best way to get ideas for your own speeches, vows, and toasts. If you can't find what you're looking for on lovestoriestv.com, get in touch with us. Send us an email at questions at lovestoriestv.com with your ask, and we'll guide you to the best videographers, florists, cake makers, planners, hashtag creators, you name it, we got it. Happy Valentine's Day, Rach. Happy V-Day, Juju. <laughs> There's so much love in the air. I mean, Always literally our eyes TV, but <laughs> Do you know what came up? You know how Facebook sends you on, like, memories? Yeah. Sometime last year, I can't remember, I posted you just, like, crying at your desk. Yeah, I remember and that. You were just, like, literally watching a wedding <laughs> video, like, crying. It happens a lot. And <laughs> Facebook, like, sent it to me, like, as a memory. I loved it so much. It's been a while since you and I have been on this pod together. I know. That's terrible. Yeah. I want it. One of my um, New Year's resolutions is going to be to do Love Stories Radio. <laughs> But I couldn't think of a better day to get the band back together. I know. I feel so happy right now. (laughs) Okay. So it's going to be me and Rachel on today's episode. Hey, girls and boys. (laughs) And we're going to talk about getting engaged, weddings. But first, I wanted to talk about Rachel and Justin. Oh, my God. I didn't read the notes for this episode because <laughs> Surprise. I never prepare. I want to hear um, about how you and Justin met. You're even sick of this story. I'm not sick of it. It's the cutest story ever. I mean, I like tell, I, I'll like tell. i tell it. I'll talk okay. about me and Justin. And now we have a beautiful little baby, oh so it's like. Oh, my God. He's so cute. He's Should so we look at pictures cute. of him while I talk? Yes. Um, my husband, Justin, and I met in kindergarten so when we were cute. five years old. I remember, I have a very specific memory, there were these, like, um, like wheelbarrow-type things in our kindergarten mm-hmm. class, and I remember, like, um, that I would, like, sit in them, and he would, like, crash me around, oh and I, that I, like, liked it, but I would <laughs> come guys- home, and I'd be like, Mom, Justin always, like, crashes me around in the wheelbarrow, but, like, <laughs> in my head, I knew that I liked it. Did you know what I yeah. mean? Did so you like- have similar personalities to what you do now no, when you well, were kids? Yeah, but my really stronger memory 
is being in this kindergarten class and Justin and another girl that we grew up with, Holly Susco, um, could read. And I was like so intimidated and like blown away by this. Yeah, Justin's and it like so smart. Yeah, he's so smart, and that made me like anxious though mm. that like they could read and I couldn't. Yeah. And then the next year, I went to a different school, and I remember on the first day, I showed up and I started crying because I was like, just so you know, like I can't read. And the, <laughs> I swear to God, this is real. And the first grade teacher was like, "It's cool, like no one can read." Oh um, my god, I love. That. So the story, and then we can move on. Is that? Um, just, I had a birthday party. It was a bowling birthday party, which I remember because everyone teases my dad because he forgot to order the bumpers for bumper bowling. And so yeah. we were like five years old and like every ball went like in the gutter. And I remember inviting Justin and I'm from like um, a small suburb. And I remember that my mom like didn't know Justin's mom. So she didn't have his mm-hmm. number. So I had to look him up in the book. Because yeah. I think like a lot of the other kids, she just like knew them. Yeah. I remember like looking him up, saying I want to invite Justin Bowling to my birthday party. Oh my God. Inviting him. And then... This part of the – and that is all I remember. Justin remembers the rest of it, that he couldn't come for whatever reason. I don't mm-hmm. remember. And that his mom sent him to school with a gift for me. Yeah. And apparently, says Justin, I refused to accept it because I was like, you didn't come to my party. I'm not <laughs> accepting that gift. And that he was, like, really mortified and had to carry it home with him and, like, bring it back to his mom because I, like, refused to accept it. Oh, my God. So then at my wedding, when it was time to bring up the ring – which my brother was going to do. My brother, I didn't know any of this. It was a surprise. Like came out with a giant wrapped like gift. Uh-huh. And the ring was like, either the ring was like in there. I don't know. I feel like blacked it all out. But like there was a giant oh. wrapped gift like at our wedding ceremony. And then they like told that story. I love that. Yeah, I, didn't I know. know that. See, there's yeah. still lots I don't know. Yeah. Did you, was he ever your Valentine? When you yeah. Were, we, did you like send him Valentine's? Okay, well. I wonder if he'll be embarrassed by Tali. Something I've always done for Justin is I get him cards all the time, mm-hmm. like many times a year for like, I just buy them I stores. I love that. I'm, I grew up in a card family, so yeah. cards I think are really important. I always like, if I'm at a card store, like find something that like, um, I think it's like it's so signifies nice. our relationship. Yeah. So there've been like hundreds and recently, like in the last couple of years, I bought like giant, um, binder rings yeah and I like yeah, bound yeah. them together so they're all like oh, in a thing you're cute well you know that I'm the thing is you know I'm not so it's like it is does feel very crafty to me yeah that, that is um, really and he sweet. saved well he saves them all is oh, what's so cute yeah Justin. so I know I he, love that I know he loves me. <laughs> um anyways but that's adorable uh-huh. do you want to ask me about dating right <laughs> I mean I always want to ask you so I want to know like well so I always compliment Juliet. I think you're like a good dater. Thank like I feel you like you so always much. have like a I positive attitude. That. You don't like put up with SHIT. Yes. If things like if you're not into someone, you tell them. If yeah. they're like ghosting you, you confront them about it. And, it, <laughs> and I just feel like and I think I don't know, you can edit this out if it embarrasses you, but I think it's like comes from a place of like having been in relationships mm-hmm. that like maybe you didn't marry those people, but they really loved you and you loved yes, them and like totally. you know you have like a confidence that comes from Yes. That. I think I have a large capacity to love. Yeah, I think that I do too. <laughs> no, I do too. And I yeah. think it's like anything else in life, like you need wins to build you up. And yes. you've had like wins, Completely. so you know what a win looks like. Yes. Um so I guess my question would be like, how do you feel this year in 2020, like about Valentine's Day, like yeah. is it bumming you out or do you feel well, make you feel like hopeful and excited? Like what's your I feel like generally like 
the mainstream like there's not as much pressure about valentine's day as there was like years yeah ago. i feel like valentine's day is like not in into yeah like even people who are in relationships are like we're not going out to dinner on valentine's day like that's yeah. silly like we're gonna yeah. it's not a big deal to us yeah i think it's like a cute holiday yeah so, like i don't really feel one way or the other about yeah. it i think that yeah like i was saying i think i have a big capacity to love i do too I was playing a game recently with my friends in Lake Tahoe called Drunk, Stoned, or Stupid, which is sort okay. of like Cards Against Humanity, yeah. but like mm-hmm. you pick cards and then of your like assortment of cards, you have to put down one that describes like the other person. Okay. <laughs> so for me, people put down like, could network at a funeral. <laughs> um, but the one that made me laugh was wants to be exclusive after the first date. That's so funny. <laughs> but not, but only in a like. Not in a how, crazy way. I just like, I've learned you know a lot about dating for. over. I think I know, you're like honest about what you want. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm trying to be like more upfront about that. I've just like learned a lot in my, you know, I was in a seven year relationship that started in college and I was single for the first time as an adult when I just turned 26. Yeah. And like online dating was new then and it was like really exciting and fun and then it was like, okay, now it's not. And then I was in another relationship that like I learned a lot in. And now I just like over the years have built up this sort of like non-negotiables, like what I'm looking for. I still have fun with dating. Like I'm still like open to it. I'm not, of course there are times when I'm like, oh my God, everyone around me is like, engaged and married and having babies and I work in a wedding company but it's still like I'm like generally I know like I, positive I never it. think about that though yeah like I I, ne- I never really I mean not because I don't think about you because you're my friend and I yeah. think about your feelings a lot but like there's just doesn't it doesn't seem to like phase you yeah it doesn't yeah. and yeah I don't know it's like I'm an eternal optimist yes, but you are. I generally like feel good about it I feel yeah. good about it. And I'm just like, you know, I'm manifesting that. Good girl. Yeah. Good power. <laughs> I love Plus it. astrology has helped 1,000%. That's okay. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about engagements. So okay. 40% of engagements occur between Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day. Right. I feel like I say the stat wrong sometimes. I'm always like between Thanksgiving and New Year's, but it's not. It's Valentine's it's Day. It's Valentine's okay. Day. Most of them happen in the month of December. Right. I think Around it's like Christmas. 19% of them. Yeah. Um, but Valentine's Day is the second most popular day yeah, to get engaged. Yeah. Also, interestingly, there is like also a kind of a lot of people get engaged in the summer months too. I think yeah. around like Fourth of July yeah. and like usually around times when like you're going to be with a lot of friends and family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, what do you think is the first thing couples should do once they get engaged? I mean, I think the very first thing is like. This is going to sound so, like, duh, but, like, take a minute to, like, be excited. Like, don't, like, post about it right away. Don't, like, call anyone for, like, a Mm -hmm. few minutes. (laughs) Like, just, like, be, try to, like, have a few minutes or hours if you can to just, like, be excited. Like, it doesn't matter how long you've been together. Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, be in the moment. And I think that advice, like, applies to everything. Like, I've probably told this story before, but... I remember at my um, bat mitzvah when mm-hmm. I was 13 years old, like, I had, like, a big, pretty traditional, like, bat mitzvah party. And, like, yeah. it was, like, a fancy party. And I remember my Uncle Paul, like, pulled me aside and was, like, I hope you realize that this is, like, how lucky you are and how, like, <laughs> cool this is that you're, like, a child and this huge party <laughs> is, like, being thrown for you. 
Which, like, there's only some truth to that, right? It's, like, really for your family. But he, he was basically saying, like, take a step back. Yeah. Look around this, like, purple sparkly room and, like, feel lucky <laughs> for a second. Yeah. And it really stuck with me. I've mm-hmm. tried to, like, do that in life. And I know that advice gets thrown around at weddings a lot, too. Like, yeah. take a step back at your wedding reception mm-hmm. and, like, absorb, like, mm-hmm. what's going on. And I think that's good advice for engagements yeah. also is, like... Before yeah. you text all your friends and family, just, like, take them in and be like, whoa, the person I like the most in the whole world just I know. ask me to, like, hang out with them for the rest of our lives and, like, just, like, soak in it a totally. little. I think that's really good, actually practical advice because everyone says, like, take it, like, take time on the wedding day. But, like, mm-hmm. literally when you get engaged, like you said, don't call yeah. anyone for a while. Yeah. This, no, this isn't going to happen. I mean, maybe it'll happen again, but like, yeah. it's such a special period of time when it's just like the two of you yeah. and you've decided you want to do this really big thing together. Yeah. Like it's so cool. And just like appreciate that. A hundred percent. And then I do think like in terms of like practicality and etiquette, like also take a step back before you do call anyone and just like, think about that. Like, who are you going to call first, second, and third? Like, information spreads really quickly, and you don't want to, like, offend anyone. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can, like, call both sets of your parents on, like, a group call, mm-hmm. like, do that. Or, mm-hmm. like, if you call one set of parents first, say very specifically, hey, we haven't called so-and-so's parents yet. Like, yeah. please don't tell anybody until we text you and let them know we've told them because we don't want them to feel bad. Yeah. Like, um, I think that stuff actually, like, really matters. That's a great point. Yeah. And then also try to think about before you post on social, like, have you told all the people who would be bummed out if they found out on social media? Mm-hmm. I did this with the baby. I, like, <laughs> no, I did. I I mean, I actually. Like, when you were pregnant? I actually don't know. After the baby was born. When I was pregnant. Remember, um, everyone freaked out on that post of. I think it was, like, you, me, and Miso at yeah. the Amika thing. There were all these people were, like, that didn't know I was pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> but I did, when I first started telling people I was pregnant, I actually have a very specific memory. It was, like, over the weekend of, like, sitting down and writing down, like, is there anyone else I can think of who, if they found out I was pregnant from someone else, mm-hmm. it would hurt their feelings, like a good yeah. friend of mine. And I yeah. think you should do that with your engagement, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't have to be everyone in the world, but, like, who are the people that if they found out you were engaged from Instagram or from another friend, yeah. it might bum them out and text them. Okay, what about social media etiquette? Like, should yeah. you do it the day of? Should you wait a day? Should you wait a few days? I think as soon as you've done those other steps, like, as soon yeah. as your immediate family knows and all the people who you think care the most. Or flip it and don't just tell your immediate family and then put it on Instagram. But, like, mm-hmm. don't tell – you know what I'm saying? So, like, the whole world finds out from Instagram. Yeah. I think that's probably okay, too. Mm-hmm. But then you sort of have to tell people, like, don't worry, I did not tell you. So, like, yeah, I don't know. My advice would be, like, tell the people who matter yep. before mm-hmm. you post. Okay. Great. That's – yeah. I agree. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to get into some soonlywed questions. So people are DMing us on Instagram at Love Stories TV all the time. We're now doing really cool like polls and places where you can ask and answer questions. We also have our Slack channel, which is a really fun place to hang out. It's been very hopping lately. I'm so excited that we have some it has. great It's been buzzy. Going. Yeah. 
Um, you can ask us and other brides and, and couples advice in there too. So we'll link to it in the show notes. I like this note from Katie Cordovine on the side <laughs> from our teammate that says, this one's a three-parter. <laughs> so y'all can choose one and adjust. <laughs> three-parter questions. We're not afraid. I know. Should, let's start it. with that one, actually. This is about registry. Okay. Okay. This person saying, I have a lot of comments on how I do not have enough on my registry. I don't have many things that we need, and I don't want to put things on my registry that I will not use. So my questions are, one, what are some things you wish you would have added to your registry? Two, how many gifts would you put on a registry for a wedding with about 150 guests? C, three, what are some ideas to add to a registry that are not usually thought of? I have, like, a strong opinion about this. Yes, I know you have lots of registry opinions, so let's get into it. It doesn't matter if you don't need things. You have to have many, many items on your registry at a variety of prices. It's the polite thing to do so that people who don't want to and aren't comfortable giving you cash because it's not comfortable for them Mm -hmm. can find something in their price range. You have to do this. You can find places to register where you can return those things for credit. So if this is a concern for you, like there's not stuff we want, Register on Amazon, and then you can use the Amazon mm-hmm. credits for whatever you want. Or Bed Bath & Beyond yeah. lets you use it Zola for whatever you want. Zola, too, you can exchange stuff on there. Right, and there's and tons of stuff. stuff on Zola mm-hmm. that you could use later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do feel really strongly about that. I just think it's, like, polite. Or even if you're only going to register for stuff for your honeymoon, that's fine. But have items – have if there's 150 guests, like have 150 items mm-hmm. and have things at a variety of price points because yeah. it's the polite. And some people will give you cash anyway. Lots of yeah. people will, but just some people don't want to, and yeah. it's their prerogative. Yeah. Know, so I have another like practical question about registries yeah. in terms of timing because yeah. sometimes sure. items will like be sold out yeah. or not available. Mm-hmm. I've noticed this a lot recently in weddings that I've like been a guest of. Mm-hmm. When are you supposed to do it? And do you need to do like a refresh like every so often to yeah. make sure that's not happening? I think if you should do a refresh if you notice that that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I think people usually register, you know, you want to register like well in advance of, um, well, you're right. You want your registry to be done by the time your invitations go out, definitely, because people who aren't going to yeah. come will see your registry and set, might send you a gift at that time. Yeah. And in advance of your bridal shower. Mm-hmm. Um, and so depending on, you know, when your bridal shower is. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think people just, like, think registries are fun and it yeah. tends to happen, you know, um, within a couple months of getting engaged. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What do you wish you added yeah, yeah. to your registry? Okay, well, here's some of my favorite things I received. Fancy bedding and towels mm-hmm. that I would have never bought myself. I still use that same bedding. How often are you supposed to, like, I still use my same duvet I got for my wedding. Yeah. Is that, how long do, does a duvet last? I feel like it lasts longer than sheets do. Yeah, we don't have our same sheets, but our yeah. fancy duvet and, like, pillow covers. So I think, like, fancy bedding and sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, towels. Obviously, oh, yeah, and towels, I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Um And then I think, like, fancy appliances, like... The Vitamix. The Vitamix, Nespresso, like, those types of things. Um, Yeah. My mom was just telling me the funniest story. At Thanksgiving this year, she brought her corn pudding on this, like, tray. And my cousin, who was hosting Thanksgiving, like, 
is obsessed with the tree, like can't get over it, wants to buy it. My mom's like, I received it as a wedding gift. Yeah. Like it's just like so really funny. nice stuff like that you'll have forever. Totally. Um, like a vase too. I feel yeah, like that's I love something that. that you wouldn't normally like think to buy for yourself, but like yeah. a nice crystal or marble vase, like yeah. you'll have forever. A hundred percent. Um, I think that like, I think Zola does, you know, mm-hmm. a great job. I actually like have been on a couple of occasions needed to buy a housewarming present for someone and like, wanted to go to Zola to buy it for yeah. them because mm-hmm. um, I just think they have like a good They do a really good curated selection of stuff. Of home stuff. Yeah. I think they have a brand that I really like. They're like a ceramics brand and it's just like beautiful made in Portugal like simple luxurious dinner plates and um, they do basically like everything for the table. They have mugs, they have place settings. Also, hack, we just Googled Zola year and day, and a bunch of people's <laughs> wedding registries came up. <laughs> yeah. So you can just Google that to, like, see people's registries. Yeah, totally. Um, I love a lot of the um, – my, all my favorite dishes that I got um, are from Sur La Table, mm. which is, like, a less yeah. popular place, but it just happens to be my style. Yeah. I just okay. think – I guess to close this out, I understand what people are saying, like, I'm getting married later. I already have all the kitchen stuff that I want. I have the home stuff I want. And I do understand, particularly with kitchen, if you cook, like, there might be a lot of stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, you can always get new fancy towels. You can always get yeah. new fancy bedding. Totally. Um, and, like, write things like a beautiful vase or, like, yeah. a really amazing, like, throw. Oh, I have this really soft throw blanket. It's one mm-hmm. of my favorite things I got for my wedding. Like, yeah. even if you already have a fully stocked kitchen, like, you know, Sometimes I think people are, like, too practical about yeah. wedding registries. Like, everybody wants to buy you presents. Just accept it. Totally. And if you're depending – this is going to be a, not a popular opinion, but, like, if you're depending on the cash you receive from your wedding f- to pay for the wedding, then you are spending too much on your wedding. Mm. It's not yep. a good strategy. Mm-hmm. I don't like when people do that. Yeah. Like, don't don't try to pay for the wedding with cash gifts. Yeah. It's the wrong decision. Okay, next. We're trying to cut down on costs to fit our tighter budget, and I want to know what are the top three things guests won't notice if we don't include. I love this question, too. Welcome bags. (laughs) Yeah, 100% welcome bags. It will save you a lot of mental. Everyone is so concerned about this. Like, they're usually, like, no one cares about them. Nope, not at all. Um, A big, huge, fancy cake. Yep. This is a good hack. Everyone like, does little, not even see the cake cutting happening usually. <laughs> yep, do a little beautiful cake if yeah. you really care about cake. Um, and then buy a Costco sheet cake for the back. Yeah. Uh-huh. If your venue will let you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, the biggest one is um, what are the papers that lay on your seat at the ceremony called? I can't think of it right now because I have like mom yeah, brain. Yeah, the um, programs. programs. Thank you, Katie. Yes. <laughs> Nobody d- d- yeah. buy. Do not get them. Do no waste of paper waste of paper nobody cares um we know it's gonna happen you can announce it also if there is something that someone like nobody cares but if it's really important to say who people are just like have the officiant say who they are yeah and wedding favors yeah everyone's gonna be drunk and they're gonna lose it yeah you do not need wedding favors agree um and one more creative um escort and seating cards and charts i think like you think that's not necessary well because I have a sometimes specific it's feedback. Like part of the overall design. Well, I was going to say a board. Yeah. That's part of the overall yeah. design. I th- I like that, but I think when it's like very individual 
cards that you have like with your name to walk that away with get before you that people are going to lose and don't care about yeah so I think if you want to be part of the decor and you do a board yeah I think that's like mm-hmm. a smarter investment than individualized yeah mm-hmm. unless if you have are having a Mexican themed event and it's baby tequilas I do like <laughs> the one exception <laughs> okay that was five I think that's good <laughs> I already know the answers to this because they're the same as me. What are the top three things guests will notice if we don't include or, like, skimp on? Okay. um, Temperature control? Temperature. Oh, my God. Temperature. I cannot, like, (laughs) I cannot drive this home enough. I was at a wedding recently that was freezing. It was, like, the middle of October outside. It's the only thing that I can remember. I know. I have weddings like that. Or being too hot. Yes. Temperature control. I'd rather be too hot than too cold, though. I would rather be too hot than too cold also, yeah. but I feel like you and I, not everybody feels yeah. like that. <laughs> um, access to drinks. Yes. Um, good so bar have flow. More than bar flow. Have more, good party flow generally, but have more yeah. than one bar. Okay, it depends on your budget, but, like, the best thing to do is have people, have more than one bar and have people passing champagne, yes. white wine, red wine, mm-hmm. or if you're, I mean, G&Ts, like, whatever. <laughs> um but yeah. bar float waiting in line is the worst. Ugh, and yeah. if you have to have a buffet because that's what's in your budget, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would really encourage you to find other ways around a buffet, like family style. Family style is becoming more popular. But if you mm-hmm. have to have a buffet, like don't do the kind of buffet where people have to sit and wait for their like table to be called and they have to get up. Like just have like um many buffet tables Mm -hmm. so people can like go up and it's open for a long time so there's not like lines yes yes Mm -hmm. oh and appetizers that you can't hold with your drink every appetizer should be put it between your thumb and your forefinger (laughs) and put the whole thing in your mouth one bite one bite yep i agree with all of those so you can hold your phone and your drink Mm -hmm. and eat your snacks yep Pigs in a blanket were great for that. <laughs> Favorite. I love a pig in a blanket. Samesies. Okay, next question. I invited my future mother-in-law to dress shop because I wanted her to feel included and I wanted to go about things traditionally. Good girl. She made me think she didn't want any part of it. <laughs> says if we go over 30 minutes away, she's not going. I'm kind of offended. What do you guys think? I think you should be offended. And I think you did the right thing and just say, okay, well, here's the plan and I really hope you'll join us. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. my grandma always used to say that like all you can control is like what you do so just like do the right thing and you can't control other yes. people like being, yeah you yeah. want to feel good at the end of the day that you did the polite thing yes exactly and it sounds like like you don't really care if she was there anyway she sounds so like a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> all right we're not very big music people but i also don't want to do the traditional wedding march and all the other classic songs how can we find a song that's personalized towards us if we don't already have our song? What is the traditional wedding march? Um, dun, here dun, comes dun, the bride. Does, I, does anyone still do that? Uh, I've never been to a wedding where I've heard that. Me neither. Hmm. I think this is really hard. So we have a few blog posts that we can link to in the show notes with wedding music ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is tough. And so I do think that, and I think Love Stories TV is a great resource for this because even if you can't hear the song they walked down the aisle to, the songs in the wedding videos, yeah, like make great, um, totally make great uh, ideas for for wedding music. Uh-huh. Um, and we list all of those. And songs. your videographer will also like help you for the video to understand what music is going to be played. Yeah, in. they'll they'll choose the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really tough to choose music for walking down the aisle. We have a couple blog yeah. posts we can share. There's, like, good roundups. Like, 
it's just a lot of like, what are some songs that you like? Yeah, it's, it's hard. really like feelings based. It's really. <laughs> I don't have like a song with Justin. I can I can talk a little bit about this because it was tough for us. I could not decide what I wanted to walk down the aisle to. Another thing that at the time felt extremely important and nobody noticed but us mm-hmm. and no one. Cares I probably overthought it, but like you're gonna overthink everything. Yeah. So. You know that movie, Life is Beautiful, where he goes, Buongiorno, Principessa. Yeah. So Justin used to always say that to me. And so I chose that song, oh, which is very cute. Because it's so just, like, cute. pretty. I don't even remember how it came. And then we walked back up the aisle to um, Kenny Loggins' It's All Right, that song from the end of um, Caddyshack. It's All Right. No. Oh, yeah. Because we got married on a golf course and Justin loves Caddyshack and really wanted that. And my mother was, like, mortified. Oh, my But God. it was funny. Yeah. But also, the last thing I'll say is, like, if you hired, like, a D, like, our DJ, um, not DJ, the guy who, uh, the head of our band, wedding band was incredibly helpful. Yeah. So, like, I guess the real advice we should be giving you is, like, leverage your vendors. Mm-hmm. You know what Completely. I mean? Like, your DJ or your wedding band, this is their job to help yes. you. So, like, exactly. leverage them. Yeah. Okay, next song. I'm wearing a form-fitting crepe dress, and I have no idea what to wear underneath. I've been really loving the style, but you can see my Spanx lines underneath, and I really wouldn't want to go commando on the big day. I have so many opinions about this. You go, girl. After talking to Carolyn Miranda on the podcast a few episodes Mm -hmm. ago, which we will link to Mm -hmm. in the show notes, she had a crepe dress and loved the dress, but crepe is the most unforgiving fabric of all of the wedding dresses. You see everything through it. She had to get, like, so crafty. She had, like, a cat suit Spanx thing. Had to put, like, Band-Aids on her belly button so you wouldn't see her belly button. It sounded mm, like... I mean, mm, she looked amazing mm. and it, like, worked. But, like, if you don't want to have to worry about constructing a whole other situation underneath your dress, like, crepe might not be the way to go. Yeah. Other dress styles, like an A-line cut can be a little bit more forgiving. Mm-hmm. I was just with Marielle doing some, like, dress fittings with her, and, like, she loved sort of the simple crepe dress look. But, like, you would just have to do a lot of work to, like, make it completely seamless and smooth. Mm-hmm. So that said, I would, like – I mean, you're wearing a form-fitting crepe dress, so, like, you already bought your dress. Mm-hmm. I would really test and try every single shapewear mm-hmm. under the sun. Bring it to the tailor, too. Carolyn Moran talked about how her tailor actually tailored the Spanx that she wore to, mm-hmm. like, fit the dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but go to a good tailor because they will help you. Don't, like, do this on your own. You just want to make sure that you're not seeing lines underneath the dress. And my advice for everyone else is, like, don't buy that dress. Like, I know. Like, here's the thing. Like, you just want to love what you're wearing, but you also want to be, like, comfortable. And we've all been there. It's like when you buy something and you're not comfortable in it, like, we've all done this in our lives. Like, you're not happy. Like, why? Yeah. Like, this goes with everything. If there is something in your closet you are saving because you're like, this would look great if I lost five pounds, throw it away. Yes. Like, 100%. why are you doing that to yourself? So I think everything Juliet said is true for this particular mm-hmm. collar but everyone else like I just urge you not to buy something yeah that like what you wear under it matters so like it's like I agree no matter what size you are no matter your body shape if you buy the right kind of dress you can go commando mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying like wedding there are very structured thick wedding dresses that are made so that you don't need shapewear and you yeah. don't need anything else um and it doesn't mean you have to get a huge like 
crinoline no, no, no. ball gown it situation. It could be like a mermaid, but the if you buy something like structured, yeah. it's going to hold you in itself. Yeah. And if you have like lace, like you won't have that belly button yes, issue. And like exactly. if your chest, if your boobs are a certain size, like bras, you might still have to have something, but mm-hmm. they'll sew it into your dress. Like yeah, okay. My fiancé and I really want an unplugged ceremony. We hired pros for a reason and are super nervous about our older relatives getting their phones all over every shot. We know there are going to be some people who just ignore our request, but what do you think is the best way to ask people to politely leave their phones in their pockets and bags? My mom is the exact person I was... Does she have an iPad? (laughs) She doesn't have an iPad, thankfully, but the text on her phone is like max, maximum. Yeah, yeah. We were at my cousin's wedding a few years ago that was an unplugged ceremony she was like i'm ignoring that like why would i get that and like the quality of the photo is so bad and it was like she just so she's one of those people i mean you're gonna deal with like Mm -hmm. the susan dallas feenies of the world but um i think all you can do is have like signage like announce it Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the ceremony i don't love signage i think it's a little i don't love it i think ask have the officiant yeah. ask. Yeah. And like I mean people are gonna, gonna ignore, ignore it anyway. Way. <laughs> and I sort of think like I understand why you feel this way. We all do. I wouldn't even announce it. I just think who cares? Like people yeah. are gonna ignore it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like if they don't care enough about your wedding to like pay attention, you can't change that. Yeah. And if they this is their way of caring. You can't change that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, true. They, you know, Juliet's mom plays love. love. Exactly. <laughs> so I just think, like, ugh, just le- let it be. Like, don't, yeah. don't, who cares? Yeah. But if you do care, my advice is just to announce it. I think the signs are, like, a little, I want to say the word tacky, and I'm not saying it because it, I don't want to say that, but you yeah. can't see me doing, like, the shoulder shake that I'm doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my fiancé and I absolutely fell in love with the venue and we're so excited to get married there. Only problem is the capacity is 110 and our guest list is around 150. What's the best way to cut down our guest list? I mean, don't, I think. I mean, listen, people are more important than venues. So if there's 150 people that you want, here's what makes a fun wedding, the people. Mm -hmm. Like, think about all the funnest weddings you've been to. Like, some of the most fun weddings I've ever been to have been at, like, the most sort of, like, unremarkable hotel ballrooms because people make a fun wedding so I would not cut people just to have your dream venue like I think people matter more Mm -hmm. um so I'm not really answering your question but that's what I think Mm -hmm. how to cut a list there's like no good way to cut a list like there's not really like good advice prioritize yeah exactly (laughs) like sorry and like your guest list is around 150 not all 150 people are probably going to come. Right. That's the, that you might 40 people attrition. I mean, a lot depends. Like, are you getting married in your town where everybody yeah. lives or, or is it a destination? Because if it's destination, you're going to lose 40 people anyway. Yeah, totally. Okay. My partner isn't a fan of cake, but we still want to do some form of a cake cutting. What are some other good options? We did pie. Justin and I didn't I have like cake. That. We had pie and we cut the pie. I love that. You could cut any dessert. You could cut pizza if you mm-hmm. wanted we to. We had pizza at our wedding also. Yeah. Um, it definitely doesn't have to be a cake. I think you can. There's lots of It could be a cupcake. Or you could buy a little cake, mm-hmm. like we said before, yeah. just to cut and then have some other dessert. Yeah. yeah. And, like, do you like cake? Because, right. I mean. <laughs> he doesn't have to eat it. Right. <laughs> okay. I think the whole bouquet and garter toss is so silly and kind of gross, actually. But my mom and future mother-in-law are in uproar about it. 
Am I alone in thinking this is an outdated tradition? No, I think it's an outdated tradition. I think it's outdated, too. I think the garter thing is weird. It's so weird. I, Weirder than the bouquet toss. Yeah, I think the bouquet toss, I, like, toss my bouquet in the parking lot after my wedding to a bunch of my brother's friends when we had all, like, had a little much, <laughs> too much to drink and thought it was really funny. That's funny. I, I think like I had that. planned to do it and forgot. But I, I think it's outdated and weird, personally. Yeah. But... I personally think it's a little outdated and weird, but I do think it's the kind of thing that if you've been dreaming about it and you're excited about it, you should definitely do it, and it will feel adorable mm-hmm. probably because you like it. But what about if your mom and mother-in-law right. are like, do you do it for them? I don't know. I think forcing people – I think calling out the women who are single and forcing them, that's Ugh, the part I don't like It's about awful. It. I'm just yeah. thinking of the Sex in the City – like clip when yeah, they're it falls at that at their wedding feet and they're just like, like, do you guys want to go? Yeah, that's so funny. Um, I think you should let your mother and mother-in-law win a lot more than other people will encourage you to. Like I'm usually the person that's like, just do what they want, but use this excuse. Be like, I feel bad calling out the single yeah. people. It's not nice. Yeah. Do it that that's way. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Okay, last question. Or say you're going to do it. Be like, sure, of course, we'll do it. And then right before the wedding until the DJ be like, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> okay. My fiancé and I are having a non-religious ceremony, so we aren't having any of the premarital counseling that comes along with that. We've been together five years and live together, so we know each other very well. But I just want to make sure that we have all our ducks in a row relationship-wise. What are some things we should do to check in, start conversations, or just build our relationship? You should take the five love languages quiz. Yeah. Or the, those questions, that New York Times thing where it's like yeah, the these modern 30 love questions, questions. I love that. I think good questions to ask are like, how many kids do you want to have? When do you want to have them? What mm-hmm. religion do you want to raise them? Yeah. Like questions like around kids I think are really important. Yeah. Do you not want any kids? Right. Um, I mean, hopefully you know that before you're deciding you want to marry this person. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like those are the biggest ones. I feel like kids are where people's like relationships like. Yeah, definitely. And like the timeline for that too. Mm-hmm. My cousin and her fiancé are both kind of, like, sort of nerdy, like, on the, like, number side of things. Mm -hmm. They have a check-in with each other, like, every few months that's, like, on the calendar, which sounds like, you know. Probably so smart. Yeah. And they just, like, talk about their relationship, and they make sure they're on the same page about things. Wow. And it's literally a calendar invite, which might sound, like, crazy to some of you. But I think it's, like, smart. Me too. (laughs) Okay, that's it for our Valentine's Day episode. Oh, Happy Valentine's Day. That was fun. Day, are we going to do one of these once a month, just us, yeah, right? Yeah, we are. Fun. Definitely. Yeah. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Well, I, so usually what we do on Valentine's Day is I'll, like, buy something silly for Justin and, like, embarrass him, like a giant card or, like, Cute. candy or stuff. This year I was, like, <laughs> this is what I do every year. I'm, like, Valentine's Day is February 14th. Are you going to take me on a date? And he'll be like, yeah, I'm going to. And then, like, every couple days up until then, I remind him that he said he would take me on a date for Valentine's Day. (laughs) And this year, because, so we have a nanny and my aunt babysits, but we don't have, like, a babysitter babysitter. Mm -hmm. So I keep telling Justin, I'm like, if you're going to take me on a date around Valentine's Day, you have to tell me ahead of time so I can get a babysitter. So I'm just going to keep saying that to him every day until he tells me what day we're going on a date. Yeah. Um, I love that. But that's very Rachel and Justin. I am flying to yeah, LA well, that day. And oh, and Kitty, I think my best friend is coming to stay with us also on oh, Valentine's fine. Day. So, like, I don't think we're going out that day. Yeah. Or the three of us. One time, 
me and Justin and Catherine's husband, Sam, all went out on Valentine's Day together at this Italian restaurant. And it was, everything was decorated red. Like, it was a very old school Italian restaurant. And the the table, the server was, like, flustered. Oh, my God. Because everyone else in there was on a date. And it was me and Catherine's husband, Sam and Justin. And <laughs> I don't think he knew if, like, Sam and Justin were together or, like, if I was with one of them. A hundred percent of the other people, it was couples. I it was love so that. funny. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you'll be on a plane. I'm gonna be so t- the episode is publishing on Valentine's okay. Day, um, but I'm gonna be flying to LA. I have a 5:30 a.m. flight, which is Should rough. I know. Are you bringing miso? Miso's coming. Okay. But my Anna told me my brother's fiance that they're gonna do their like civil ceremony before their wedding in March. And they're trying to do it on when I'm there oh, visiting cute. them. And I would sort of like be there and as like the oh, witness and like sign the document. I love you so much. I know. She's so lucky. I, I think know. about that all the time. Isn't she so lucky? You're her sister. <laughs> yeah. I'm so lucky that she's my sister oh, too. I'm going to cry. On ah! But that would be really fun. I hope they can do it. But it's by yeah. appointment and like it's Valentine's Day. So there's probably going to be a lot. Oh, right. Okay, that's it. Make sure you follow Love Stories TV on Instagram. We got lots of wedding inspo, engagement inspo, lots of lots of love happening. We have a new TikTok. We have a TikTok channel, too, at Love Stories TV. Go follow us on TikTok. We'll be TikToking all day. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye. Bye. Reminder to everyone listening out there, if you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, You can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com. You can DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv or ask it in our Slack group for brides-to-be and wedding pros, which you can join by going to bit.ly slash lstvslack. And if you have feedback about one of our answers, we definitely want to hear from you. You can share your thoughts and feelings on those same channels. Don't forget to subscribe to Love Stories Radio and leave us a review on iTunes. We love when people say nice things about us. And also, it helps other wedding lovers out there, like you, discover our show. And last but not least, are you a wedding pro? Email loveclub at lovestoriestv.com to get more info about how you can join our partner program, The Love Club. We help wedding pros build their brands and connect with a pipeline of customers on lovestoriestv.com and on our marketing channels, leveraging both the real wedding videos that feature their work and original content. So that's it. We'll see you back here next week. Bye.